Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ho, ho, ho! Now I have a machine gun in sports betting, and that machine gun is my bookie. Whether you are new to online sports betting or a seasoned pro, my bookie strives to give you the absolute best online betting experience. And the good news is that my bookie is in a giving mood this holiday season. Sign up now, make your deposit using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN, and my bookie will match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. You put in 200, you get an extra $100 to play with. Treat yourself to some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season. Support degeneracy at the same time. It's not just winter season. It is winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Saturday morning, which means we are talking the National Football League Week 14. Max, what's going on? I just need to clarify something from yesterday's show. I did not miss yesterday's show. I was uh, asked not to show up because contractually, I have already hit my talk time for the month. So I had to miss an episode. So it bounces back out down to that 80%. So uh, yeah, I'm going to be missing a couple of days, not because I want to, but because contractually, I can't talk anymore. So today, I, I, I really have to save my words. So that's it for my opening. All right. I like it. Panther, what's going on? You know, we find out when Max misses the shows that we struggle to fill 30 minutes. Like his talk time, it's crucial to putting together a full podcast. But um, look, I'm going to apologize in advance to DGens, to you guys. Uh, so I'm coming to you live from the Four Winds Casino in New Buffalo, Michigan. Had no computer, no pen, no paper, nothing. So everything that I spew out of my mouth will just be off the top of my head we'll see how that goes that's what you're gonna apologize for not for arizona state yeah i thought you know i buy into max's logic on these conference rival games everything should be close i looked i'm down at the bar and we're ordering food i look up and see the score i'm like fuck they got killed and then i'm like oh it's halftime Halftime. this is really bad (laughs) (laughs) what's going on rich yeah, that game was over before it started. The first minute, they had uh, returned the kickoff for a touchdown. Then Arizona ran the ball, fumbled the ball. The next play, the guy ran it in 
for a touchdown, kickoff, interception, another touchdown. I think the score was like 21 nothing, and there was like two minutes gone in the game. So nothing like a kiss of death being over when there's 59 minutes left in a 60-minute game. <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. Well, thankfully, we got the other ones right. So yeah, we did. We did. Profitable night. We're all chasing Max, though. Max uh, gets to retire his uh, weekly college football record 1-0. So <laughs> It should have been a, uh, a, money, a money line, line as well. Yeah. <laughs> I heard you guys skewering me on that. Well, I'm mostly rich skewering me on not betting that money line because I, I, I was on the ledge there. Just Matt. encouraging you. challenging your manhood. <laughs> no, no, I heard you it. Said, well, you it wasn't no it wasn't mine. He challenged the manhood of my Excel spreadsheet. So, I mean, he didn't take no. an exact shot at me. He took a, a shot at my spreadsheet. Yes, that's exactly. All right. Well, we've got some NFL games to talk about today. Let's just jump to it. First up, we've got the Not Frauds going to Detroit. The Not Frauds are minus seven and a half on the road. I got to scroll. It's out of order. I, I went by SBR. Did they mix it up on me? Um, they did. They put Green Bay, Detroit, top of the uh, order. Son of a bitch. Uh, Lions got their post-coach bump last week. Now it's time to face reality. Their, their team sucks. Their defense needs to be completely rebuilt from the ground up. Their offense is a mix of aging talent and low-ceiling youth. Now they get the pleasure of being beaten up by a team that pads their win column by beating up teams much like the Lions. Rodgers and the Packers, I believe, should have a big game this week. Uh, it makes me kind of depressed, though, because it's not a uh, playoff game for me in my standard fantasy league, and Aaron Rodgers is my quarterback, so he's going to have a big week for absolutely nothing. That's going to help me out. If the Vikings lose and the Packers win, Green Bay will clinch the NFC North, which, again, does not look great for my playoff hopes if Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be playing the last couple of games of the season. I do have the Packers winning this one. I have this. I have them winning by double digits here, yeah. uh, but I cannot muster the strength to say the word. But 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 so I will lean Green Bay here. Uh, we'll give you an opportunity at the end after we all make our plays to see if you want to come on and kiss a death this thing. But I, I'm in complete agreement. Green Bay is still fighting. Uh, to see if they can maybe get that number one seed. Um, New Orleans got a big game against Kansas City next week. So that whole thing is in play. I think Green Bay goes out there and does take care of business. I hate the Lions. They, they really have never done anything to give Stafford any help. Even when they do get help with guys like Kenny Galladay, uh, um, he's always injured or, or missing games. They don't know what they're doing at the running back position. And that defense is about to get shredded by A.A. Ron and True. So I will do what Max didn't do, and I will bet these Packers. I'm unfortunately in the uh, shittiest spot of all. I have Baron Rodgers on my fantasy squad, and I'm playing him in the fantasy playoffs. In fact, the other guy's team in fantasy playoffs looks a lot like my DraftKings team. So I'm uh, I'm kind of hoping for a, a low-scoring, high-scoring game with just the right combination of player score. Anyway, I think Green Bay wins this game. I don't think they cover, so I am going to lean. Well, I do think they probably cover, but not by enough to bet them. So I'm going to lean the Green Bay Packers. You are going to lean Green Bay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm leaning Green Bay too. Like Max, I've got Green Bay winning pretty handily, but not by double digits. It's all single digits. Not enough wiggle room here, especially with a post-coach bump in play. I'm going to lean the not frauds uh, minus the seven and a half. Max, the total for you here is 55. 
I'm going to lean the under. I, it's it's close, man. I got this at 55. So uh, predicted score Packers 33, Lions 22. So you said the, the, it's 55. I'm looking at my book at 55. Or 55. Damn, dumb push. But I will say lean under for your spreadsheet. Panther is muted still. If he's yeah, saying brilliant things, if he's saying brilliant things, then he's talking into the nothingness. The Four Winds Casino mute button doesn't work there. <laughs> so I'll go ahead. I know Panther will be mad. It's out of order, but so be it. I got this game going over pretty handsomely. I have Green Bay you know, huh. challenging 40, 40 points, so I will bet the over. You're going to bet the over. I tried to unmute Panther manually. It won't let me. I'm trying to unmute him right now. And it won't let me unmute him. I don't know if that's a hard mute on his end or what. Panther, you it's might well. have to leave and come back. Rich, you're betting the over. I am indeed. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just slightly on the over here myself. I'm going to lean the over on this one. I've got it just barely going over the 55. Max, would it, do, would it be better for you to go like 55 and a half? I'd be on the under. <laughs> I'd be leaning the under. Yeah. No, nothing like you were not going to. Nothing's going to make you bet. No, it, nothing's going to make me bet this one. No, I, 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 it's close for me. It really this, this, this. I think this fifty-five is a good number. Okay. All right. Should we give Panther a second? Should we just uh, you know chat a little bit? No, let's just keep. No, let's keep going on. And he joins. He joins. If he dies, he dies. All right. Tennessee, Jacksonville. Next up, uh, Tennessee. Here we go. Another road favorite. Minus seven and a half. Let's see. Uh, Rich mentioned on the DFS show about Derrick Henry as a must start this week, if I recall. Uh, looking at Henry's stats against the Jaguars makes it easy to understand why, and you add in the fact that Jacksonville is up the third most rushing yards per game in the league. We know the Titans will be running all over the Jags here. Okay. But I don't think the offense stops there. I expect Tannehill to get in on the action, get a much-needed win for Tennessee this week. Uh, bipolar team, right? I mean... They've lost to lesser teams. Uh, you know, uh, they, they've beaten lesser teams. It's who knows what Tennessee Titans team is going to show up this week. I think the team that shows up this week is the one that's going to stomp all over the Jaguars, win this one, and cover it. So I will bet the Tennessee Titans. Panther, are you around? Apparently, you can't talk in four wins, Buffalo, either. This is not muted any longer, right? No, he's not muted as far as I see. That's the most genius thing you've ever said, Panther. I agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> All right. So looking at this game, I, I, there he is. Panther, welcome back. I, you know, state of Michigan, snow covered like I'm out in the middle of the forest. I don't know what's going on. I'm finding a signal or whatever. So uh, put me on a lean for the over and continue. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's, oh, I'm a game behind. You're a game behind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ten- Tennessee, Jacksonville now. Who you got? Okay. Uh, what's the line? Seven and a half, Tennessee on the road. Uh, I'm going to continue the thing that, that we've been noticing with Jacksonville. Like, the record says they're really, really bad, but they're always competitive. Uh, they're, they're staying in a, a vast majority of their games. Um, I, I definitely like Tennessee for the win. Uh, Jacksonville's defense is so bad. De- Derrick Henry could absolutely have a glorious day, but I think their offense can still score on the Titans. So I like Jacksonville on a lean with those points. The Tennessee Titans hold every statistical edge. So I think they're going to come in. The uh, 
the good Tennessee team will show up and Derrick Henry will run all over them. This game, uh, I'm hoping, is a blowout because I, I am going to take the rogue favorite, join Max, and bet the Titans. You know, I've been on Tennessee side so many weeks, or Jacksonville side so many weeks. Even to start the season, I thought Jacksonville would be better than they better than they are. I guess I thought they I thought they could squeak out the four wins. So I love back in Jacksonville, but not this week. I just don't think they can hang. So I am not going to be with Jacksonville. I'm going to bet Tennessee on the road minus a seven and a half. I don't like Panther, it. Panther on the island, man. Yeah. It usually doesn't bode well for you guys. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. You can give you can give Jacksonville's wins to Max for his Bears overplayed and still miss. <laughs> oh yeah, can I get the Jets too? Can you add those two? <laughs> yeah, all of them. <laughs> all right, Max, fifty-two and a half. That's what you're looking at. I like the over in this one. I will bet it. Uh, I got Titans winning thirty-two to twenty-two for a total of fifty-four points. Mm. Yeah, I love the over here. Both these defenses are pretty bad. The Tennessee's played mildly better, but I since I can see this game getting out of hand. At both point, both teams over twenty eight points seems like a real a reality shot. So uh, I'll bet the over here. I'm in agreement that the game is likely to go over. Only I am not getting beyond my margin of error, so I will just lean it. Going to lean the over. Okay, I have a dumb push going on. I really do. Uh, so I'm going to just lean the under, just pick a side. I'll, I'll pick, I'll take the Island here, but I can't bet the total on this one. All right. Next up, we got Dallas going to Cincinnati, two teams who <laughs> are in a little bit of trouble. Uh, Dallas minus, let's say three, even. Yeah. Andy Dalton returning back to the place he called home for his entire career. Uh, with the loss of, what's up? Revenge. Revenge. Revenge? Oh, no. I thought you said the bench. I was like, no, no, no. He, he, he. <laughs> that works, too. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Uh, with the loss of Joe Burrow for the season, uh, maybe Cincinnati would like to have Dalton back. He's done a good job of losing for the Cowboys. So improving the Bengals draft pick with Dalton at the helm would actually be quite nice for the Bengals. The thing is, I don't think they need uh, Andy Dalton to lose games. They've been doing quite well without him as well and Brandon Allen at quarterback. So either way, uh, Cincinnati should be on the path to a very high draft pick. Um, Standing in their way are the Cowboys because right now the loser of this game is kind of wedged in that number three pick for next year. So do you think the Cowboys are motivated to win this one against the team that could be, you know, flip-flop 3-4? I think, you know, I, I don't even know if they need to try to tank this one. The Cowboys have just been that bad. Their defense is, is absolutely atrocious, uh, especially with their league's worst rushing defense that should finally make uh, Panthers' G- Giovanni Bernard pick look like a smart play. My metrics do say that Dallas should win this one. They should run away with this one. But Lord knows I can't bet them. I think Jerry Jones is the type of guy that that has so much pride that he he would not enforce a tank rule. So I do think that they'll be a little bit more competitive than the Bengals here. I will lean the Cowboys here. I, I, who's going to watch this fucking game? I mean, who really? Come on. People in Cincinnati and Dallas that are stuck with it, I think. Uh, 
look, Cincinnati actually has played with some heart sans Joe Burrow. Uh, they went down to Miami and it was only 19 to seven. That was a competitive game from the Bengals standpoint. You, you really could look at the records and look how bad they played all season and think Miami should have beat them by like four touchdowns. And they didn't. Um, Dallas is just so bad on both sides of the ball. Andy Dalton can't give you any confidence. And look, Dallas, I think really, they're not trying to lose, but they probably don't care if they lose, at least on the management side. Winning or losing doesn't affect Cincinnati because I don't think anybody's going to affect their draft pick. They'll take the first offensive lineman. I don't think anybody else is going to take an offensive lineman before the Bengals. So they'll get their pick of the litter. They can win this game. They, they're playing like they actually do care. And I think there's some players on this team that want to be part of this team because they see the future that is this Bengals behind Joe Burrow. I like Cincinnati with the points, but it's two suck-ass teams. I'm not betting it. I'm just going to lean them. Since Dak Prescott has gone down, the Cowboys' offense has become like its defense. It's just awful. Uh, they struggled to get above 20. I think the one game they did get above 20 was when they beat uh, Minnesota. Other than that, they really find it hard to find points. And I know that the same could be said about Cincinnati. But Giovanni Bernard in his mustache might finally have a, a, a good game and get into the end zone. I think that Cincinnati is going to cover this game. In fact, I think they're probably going to win this game. So I will do what Max's Excel sheet won't do, and I'm going to money line the Bengals. That's how sick I am. You're going to money line the Bengals. I don't hate it, Rich. I really don't. Uh, what are you getting there? You're getting about uh, plus 144. So that's not bad. Oh, that's plenty of value. I don't have my own shirts for nothing, guys. <laughs> I'm leaning Cincinnati here. I think that Dallas does win, but it's going to be a pretty close game. But I just don't know how you can bet this game really with much confidence. You, uh, you guys, here's what we learned from that Baltimore game. You better, it better not come down to a field goal for Dallas. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's true. All right. The total in this one is 43. I will bet the under here. Cowboys 22, Bengals 12 for a total of 34 whopping points. Mm. Yeah, as bad as both of these defenses are, and they are really bad, I, I think both offenses are really inept and just they have no identity. Um, by accident, the Bengals might score in the 20s because the run defense for Dallas is so bad, but I couldn't bet it. I'm with Max. I'm going to lean the under here. I'm in total disagreement with you. It looks like I might be island living today. I think the defenses are so bad that you can probably roll Arizona out there and score some points. I'm going to uh, I'm going to bet the over here. 43 seems like it's way 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 too low for me. You're going to bet the over? I am indeed. I'm going to lean the over. I have it going over. Uh but maybe not by enough of to be comfortable. So, yeah, it's just I'm just going to lean the over here. And you scared me off by betting the over. I know what happens when you bet a total, Rich. Yeah, it's a fade. Arizona, New York Giants next up. This is an interesting one. Arizona's minus two and a half on the road. It's uh, two teams seemingly heading in different directions. Uh, Giants won four in a row, possibly should be five. They lost a close one to the Bucks uh, in that mix. Cardinals, they've lost four or five and possibly should have been five if it weren't for a Hail Mary against the Bills. So it's tough, tough for me to look at my metrics and, and love the Cardinals here. Uh, fact is, their, their points per game are down about six points per game over their last three games. Giants are up two points, which puts them 
pretty much on par for the same offense in the in the last three games, which is just hard to believe that that dynamic offense for Arizona is on par with the fucking Giants over the last three games. Uh, Giants defense playing pretty well. I think they're coming up off of possibly their best performance of the season, shutting down Russell Wilson. They're going to try to do the same again against Kyler Murray. I do think the Cardinals go on the road here, though, and douse some cold water on the Giants' NFC East title chances, uh, especially with Daniel Jones listed as questionable. I do not think he's he's playing this week. So I think Arizona gets the road win here. Uh, can't love them enough to bet them, though. So just a lean on the Cardinals here. Uh, yeah, the, the problem with the Cardinals is that I, they've lost whatever identity they had. They really don't have it anymore. They can't run the ball. Chase Edmonds and Kenyon Drake really aren't getting anything done. And like you said, with uh, that giant defense last week, keeping Russell Wilson in check, they've had some success against these mobile quarterbacks. So I expect them to have that success against um, Kyler Murray here. So he's going to stay in the pocket and throw the ball and he can throw the ball. And he's got um, the elite talent at the wide receiver position, particularly with arguably the best receiver in the game in Deandre Hopkins. But I don't, trust them because they're not consistent you can't they're morally more explosive they can get big plays but i don't feel like they can sustain drives new york i we kind of know who they are and they're a 20 point probably 24 point team um play solid defense they've actually been running the ball better i feel a lot better if daniel jones did play this game i know he, he did practice Thursday and they're listing as questionable. I think they're leaning more towards him playing, but it's probably be a game time decision. How many points am I getting Arch here? You have to give up two and a half on the road. No, I want the I want the home team plus the two and a half. You get I'll lean the Giants. Half. You're gonna lean the Giants. Okay. Well, the thing about Arizona's losing streak is it's not like they've been losing to crappy teams. The Rams playoffs, New England when they were playing well. Not before they ran into uh, Max's Rams, Seattle playoff team, Buffalo playoff team, Miami playoff team. So, and they've been in most of those games. They're, you know, a, a score away from winning a, almost every single one of them, except for the Rams game. So, they're a team that keeps everything close. This line is close. I think Arizona wins this game and probably covers, but not by enough. If the line drops another point or so by kickoff, I'll bet Arizona. But where it is right now, I'll lean Arizona. Mm. This is – I'm really stumped here. I really am because I like both these teams on, on different levels. Excel, she's telling me to bet Arizona. I'm not going to – too many road favorites today. I'm going to lean Arizona here. Damn it. I'm going to lean him. But yeah, this is I'm actually really curious to see how this game goes, because honestly, it, it's going to be one of the more interesting ones, I think. Uh, 45 and a half. That's your total, I believe, Max. I'll lean the over here. I got Cardinals winning 28 to 20 over the Giants for a total of 48. So I got a couple points on the over there. there uh, not enough to bet it, though. Just a lean. Yeah, so you're looking at 24 to 21. I think that... There is a, a definitely a higher ceiling for Arizona uh, to get over 24 points. And I think if the Giants are going to compete and and have a shot at winning this game, they'll probably have to get over 24 points. So I like the over here as well. The Giants getting over 24 points. They have done that once, I think, in their last six games. They're one of those teams that has a cap to the upside on their offense 
I think that that cap will be uh, in play again against Arizona. In all likelihood, this game goes under. So I'm going to lean the under. All right, got it in. Oh, no, I like the over here. I think this is going to go over. I've got just enough wiggle room to play with. I want to bet it. I want to bet the over. It's going to be a shootout in New York. Well, not New York. Uh, it's going to be a shootout next to Max's house. Going to hear the explosions. It's usually a shootout near Rich's house, so I hope I hope I hope it's not a shootout in your life. It usually is around here. In Chicago, yeah, for sure. Bang, 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 bang. All right. I think it's an alarm clock. Well, speaking of, we're going to Chicago next, guys. Houston comes to town. This one is either it's one at Pinnacle, minus one at Pinnacle for Houston, minus two at Bet365, minus two and a half at my bookie. Tell me what you need, Max. I will take the minus one. Minus for one. Houston. For Houston, yeah. Uh, two close losses stand in the way of the Texans being right in the conversation of a playoff spot in the AFC. Uh, at four and eight, they still have a chance to finish strong and play some sp- play spoilers to some teams. But it was a big old Bill O'Brien hole they had to dig out of early on in the season. So as a result of that, they will fall short of the playoffs. Uh, for the Bears, well, fuck it. I mean, we, we talked about it. It was, it, was, it was looking good for a while for my season totals over for a while, but six consecutively six consecutive losses i'll say uh ruined that payout for me uh issues at quarterback which i think is going to be magnified even more this week as mitch trubisky faces off against a guy he was drafted over the issues at quarterback aren't the only problem though uh, bears have not been able to run the ball the only team with less rushing yards per game is the houston texans <laughs> Chicago should be able to get a run game going against the second worst run defense in the league, but uh, they, they, they possibly have to abandon that plan altogether. If the Bears defense can't remember how to stop the pass, Chicago will find themselves in a big hole and have to give up the run, put the ball in Mitch Trubisky's hands. Good luck with that. I told you what I was going to do. I'm minus one. I'm going to bet the Texans. This should tell you all you need to know about the Chicago quarterback situation. There, there's rumors, there's talk out there that they're considering Sam Darnold in a in a sign or trade or something. Like Sam Darnold is an improvement over what they currently have. <laughs> That's how bad the Bears situation is. Um, you know, the, the offense we've beat up on them all year. They are who they are. They know they got their issues. They got their problems. But now you compound it with the fact the Bears are just getting aerial assaulted to death uh, through the passing game and the and. Uh, Watson's been having a fantastic year ever even more so since Bill O'Brien was shuttered out the door. Um, I, I see a big day for Brandon cooks. It doesn't matter that they can't run the ball because even if they could, the bears probably would stop the run. So uh, the bears will be put to the test here, but I just cannot see where the bears really stand much of a chance uh, with their offense being as bad as it is. Um, yeah, I'm with max here. I'm going to bet those Texans. It's going to be a cold day in Chicago tomorrow, maybe a little bit windy. Poor guys from Houston are going to be shivering on the sidelines, looking forward to getting back to their hotel so they don't get shot. (laughs) I'm going to do it again. I think the Bears are going to win this game. And quite frankly, I'm not so down on Trubisky as everybody else is. I watch him play, and I said in the beginning of the year, he doesn't have really any weapons downfield. It's tough when all your wide receivers can only run 10-yard routes I am going to, at the minus two money line, I am going to money line number two, the Chicago Bears. You're getting plus 111, plus 110 in that range. Well, I'll take 111. That seems like a lucky number. (laughs) Okay. Gotcha, and 
Yeah, I'm I'm gonna lean Houston here. I I'm not high on this game. It seems a little low to me. The minus one seems a little low. Got me a little worried. Max, is there like overwhelming number on either side? The, the sharps are on Houston. Yeah. So that's why it's starting to get worse at some books. Okay. I'd like to see yeah, that momentum I, pick I, up. I got this at my bookie yesterday at minus one. Wow. It, it could be, minus, it, it could it, be it, the weather. All right. The weather could play a factor in, in some of the betting, maybe. I don't know. Or the line. It could be. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, it is a home team. That's, a, you know, I, I mean, you got to factor that in. And yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, the line's a little low maybe for Houston, but uh, Chicago, I mean, Chicago and Houston, they're on par with each other. I mean, it but, wouldn't be, I, three is about the worst it could possibly be, I would think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That one just kind of worries me. Two and a half seems more more plausible. You love those two and a half. Who doesn't? 46 <laughs> is your total is another number I love. Yeah, well, I'm going to bet the over. I got Texans winning 25 to 23 here for a total of 48. That is a bet on the over for me. Yeah, this is all about Houston. Their offense is going to be able to put up some points on that Bear defense, and their defense is going to probably give up enough points to the Bears on the defensive side. So uh, I agree with Max. I'll lean the over here. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you guys. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but not high enough for me to bet it. So I'm going to lean the over. You almost scared me off another over, Rich. Okay, I bet it. No, fuck off. No, No, too late. (laughs) I'm betting the over. (laughs) I think I I, I hear you that it's going to be crappy weather, but I still think that Houston can put up some points. And hopefully you're right, Rich. Mitch Trubisky isn't the worst thing out there. So, yeah, let's do it. Let's bet the over. It's kind of a kiss of death. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. They've got to get the, the offense some talent. Like it, it could be Trist, it could be Tom Brady. It doesn't. They, they've got to get some weapons on that team. <laughs> oh, yeah, see, see how well Tom Brady is yeah, yeah, all the talent on his team. <laughs> all right, I, I, Tom Brady ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Denver, Carolina. Next up, uh, Carolina at home minus three. Record wise, these teams look evenly matched. But perception-wise, you would say that the Panthers are far superior. Uh, I think this is definitely the case on offense, as the Panthers put up a lot more yards per game, uh, about five more points per game as well. Two of the Panthers' last three losses were by two points or less, and they were to teams 500 or better. Uh, For the Broncos, they have not looked great in their losses, with the exception of last week's efforts against the Chiefs. Broncos' defense is not what it used to be. but, you know, they can still put pressure on a quarterback. I think Teddy Bridgewater is not going to have an easy day. I think he, he's going to get some pressure there. That's it. I think Carolina's going to win this one. Uh, I'm not comfortable betting them here, but I have them winning by enough to cover. So I will lean the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I'm I'm not surprised, but I'm disappointed in the Broncos. I, I do like Drew Locke, and I hope John Elway doesn't screw that up. I, I think Drew Locke can be a viable NFL quarterback. Um, he's not going to be a Hall of Famer, but he's better than some of the other schmucks that these guys are running out, like Darnold, Trubisky. And they just need to get him some weapons. The defense is older, like Max mentioned. They've lost some of their um, veteran wide receivers, replacing those with uh, some rookies. It, and the running back situation is kind of – you're not in love with Gordon or Lindsay, but when, when you're looking at somebody that you can predict what they'll do uh, again, I agree with max Carolina. You just kind of know who they are. Um, it's an average team, but you trust them more. You trust the defense, you trust the offense. Um, it's a home game. So I'll bet this one. I will bet the Panthers can cover this one. 
I don't really think it's a matter of getting him weapons in Denver. I think he has weapons. Jerry Judy, Noah Font, um, KJ Hamler. These are all game breakers in college, and I expect they'll eventually be game breakers in the NFL. It's just that they're young. And I think, you know, some of the nuances of the game, they probably haven't figured out yet. And the team hasn't had time to gel. And I'd expect in a year or two, you'll see that these kids are playmakers. I have this game, a dumb push um, with a slight lean towards Carolina. So I will slightly lean Carolina. All right. Yeah, I hate to be agreeing with Panther here, but I, I like Carolina minus the three an awful lot. When it was three and a half, I was a little worried. But three, I like it. I'm going to bet the bet the Panthers minus three. Uh, the total max is 45 and a half in this one. I will lean the under here. I got the Panthers winning this one 25 to 18 for a whopping score of 43. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's an under for me, but not, not sure about betting it. Uh, it's weird because uh, this Broncos team, I, I, Rich alluded to it. Sometimes they just show up and put up points. (laughs) I can't put my finger on it. There's no reason that they should. And then they end up doing it. So uh, this this could end up going over my metrics, say under. So I will lean that way. This whole game could be just a couple of dumb pushes. It's probably about a 24 to 21. The thing that you look at is, like Max said, Denver, inexplicably, they've got some explosive players, like uh, Rich said, uh, Jerry Judy, Noah Font's an excellent tight end. He's really a wide receiver playing tight end. Uh, so they have the upside to get over, but sometimes they just shit the bed, lay an egg, whatever cliche you want to use. They're just so hard to trust. Um, I'll lean the over, but I don't have a lot of confidence. Minus the hook, uh, at least the I see 45 and a half. And this game would be a dumb push for me. So I'm a half a point to the underside. I will lean the under. All right. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, it's another, it's a dumb push for me, almost on the nose. So I'm going to lean the under here as well and just hope that somebody gets tripped up. Let's <laughs> just hope we don't have an offensive explosion. All right. Next up, we've got Minnesota, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay at home, minus seven. The Vikings currently have the seventh seed in the NFC playoffs. A win this week would put them at number six and drop the Bucks down to number seven. It's been quite a turnaround for the Vikings. They started the season one and five, and right now that loss to the Cowboys must be haunting them badly. For Tampa, they have lost three of four games. They are not that mighty team that we, well, not we, but many thought they were going to be. But I think it's still too early to write them off. They have a lot of talent. Um I, I I still see a lot of the same issues that were haunting them last season, though. The secondary is not very good. Their offense ranks 17th in the league in giveaways per game with Tom Brady on pace to have his most interceptions in a season ever. Uh, he's got uh, 11 already, and that he had 11 two years ago for the whole season. He had eight last year. I think his, his career total, uh, his career high is 14. So uh, with you know, quite a few games left. He's definitely on pace to, to hit that 14, possibly more. Despite those issues, I they're, they're still a team that I worry about. They're great against the run. I think it's going to be a rough week for Dalvin Cook. Uh, Bucks coming off this bye, so they should be ready to go. Uh, they're going to get a win. I just think it's way too many points for them to cover. I like the Vikings early in the week, and I'm going to stick with them now. So I will bet Minnesota here. 
Yeah, the, the one thing that I'm kind of curious here is, you know, Kirk Cousins has actually played remarkably well, like the last six weeks. A lot of the winning that Minnesota's been doing, Dalvin Cook has carried a, a large load of that, but it's been the efficiency of Kirk Cousins. He hasn't turned the ball over. Um, Justin Jefferson has been at a great replacement for Stefan Diggs uh, at the wide receiver position. So this is an offense that's really clicking at the right time. Um, but the thing that just gives me pause is it's Kirk Cousins. It's like that gambler's fallacy, like something's due. The dude's due. And the Tampa Bay defense might be the team to do it to him. Um, it's still – I like the one-week bye I think is great for Tampa. They probably needed it. I expect them to come out disciplined, efficient, motivated. But I think Minnesota can still keep it close enough. I'm with Max. I'm going to bet the Vikings here. A week off should do the uh, Buccaneers a big favor. And the good thing about this game for the Buccaneers is that you don't have to run the ball against Minnesota. And, and I think Max had mentioned before he's not sure Bruce Arians knows the running backs' names on the team. I, I think that uh, Tampa Bay does win this game. Six and a half seems a little bit high to me. It, it's It smells like a backdoor cover for Minnesota, so I will lean the Vikings. Like every week's been a backdoor cover for Minnesota? Like every goddamn week? Well, maybe it doesn't smell like one, and it just is one. Yeah, it is one. I'm going to bet Minnesota. I I do think they can keep it within the seven. I, I Tampa Bay wins. I have that happening almost every single time. But usually Minnesota covers here. So, yeah, let's do it. I'm going to bet Minnesota. I needed a road dog to bet. Jesus. Uh, 53. That's your total in this one. Yeah, I'm looking at this one, and I do have it going significantly over, about five points over. Mm. I got the Bucks winning this one 30 to 28 for a total of 58. Uh, so I do have it going over. I'm I'm just not quite there to bet it though. Uh, I will lean the over here. Uh, you know, the expectations are this. You know, two secondaries to just give up a shit ton of points, but. Maybe it's a little bit tighter. Maybe maybe the uh, the Bucks remember how to play defense. Are you seeing something that keeps you off it from betting? Yes, it? I am. Yeah, yeah. There's a ton of sharp money on the under here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think everything that we talked about with the the passing, the week off for Tampa, the, the efficiency of Kirk Cousins, like everything points to an over. But this is two teams. Uh, fighting for a playoff spot, jockeying for playoff position. Minnesota really can't afford to lose this game. Tampa can, but not a lot. Uh, they still have a rough sled the, the rest of the way. So I, I can see these two teams really not airing it out and being a little closer to the vest. So like the Sharps, I'm going to lean the under here. I can't see Tampa Bay <laughs> running the ball at all because by the time the second series starts, Bruce Arians has forgot where the uh, running play card is. Uh, I think that this game is probably going to go over. The line keeps it keeps creeping up a little bit. So it looks like they're probably trying to find people to bet the under where everybody's on the over. I'm going to lean the over. All right. Got you in. Well, they found their moron here, Rich. They found him here. I'm going to bet the under. I think this is going to be a closer game. And I, yeah, I think this is going to go under. I think this is going to be a tighter game. I do kind of want Minnesota to dig a little hole, but not a big hole, just a little hole they have to work out of because that's when they play their best. But I do think this is probably going to go under the 53. Max, if I need to get out of a hole and I need to place a bet, where would I go? 
head over to my bookie because with the Christmas holidays right around the corner, my bookie has been in the giving mood. A $250 risk-free bet on Thanksgiving, boosted odds and free bets every hour of Black Friday. And then on Cyber Monday, they continue to give away freebies for a sports book that is supposed to be in the business of making money. They were giving it away. And it's just one of the reasons why I love my bookie. Fact is, if you're going to bet on the NFL this season, you're going to do it over at mybookie.ag using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN because they will match you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. That's right. You put in $200, you're going to get an extra $100 to play with. Joining and depositing is a simple process. It's quick. But more importantly, when it's time to get paid, that's quick too. Treat yourself to some extra cash in your pockets this holiday season. Support degeneracy at the same time. That is mybookie.ag. Promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. It's not just winter season. It is winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with MyBookie. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. All right. Kansas City is going to Miami where weird things happen. (laughs) Chiefs minus seven on the road. Chiefs got tested last week against the Broncos. Uh, I kind of chalked that up to familiarity the typical tight nature mm-hmm. of divisional games. But we should raise some red flags this week if they struggle against Miami. We know that Miami's defense is pretty damn good. And in fact, their defense can put up more points than some NFL offenses, <clears throat> Jets. But the Chiefs' speed and versatility I should be able to exploit some of Miami's weaknesses in their defense. I expect Tyreek Hill to get the better of Xavier Howard and the rest of Casey's offense should thrive as a result. If Hill can kind of neutralize Howard and, and you know draw his attention and still be able to uh, burn him, that's going to free up uh, guys like Sammy Watkins to maybe get some looks. Uh, Kelsey should have a, a solid game as well. Defensively, Kansas City secondary has done pretty fucking good this season with creating turnovers. I think it could be a down week for uh, that rookie QB in Miami. Uh, Tua has yet to throw an interception this season. I think that's going to change this week. I like KC to be leading this one pretty much throughout the entire game and do what KC does. Let up at the end. Let the Dolphins cover here. As such, I will lean Miami here. Uh, Chiefs get the win, but backdoor cover. Yeah, the, the quarterback situation in Miami, like I, I get it, two is the future, two is the, the franchise, but I think I'd like the Dolphins a lot better if Fitzpatrick was the quarterback. Um, you know, the that Kansas City defense can be gotten to. They've been they've done fairly well. The only team that really has gotten to them consistently has been the Raiders. I think the Dolphins struggle here. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire was activated last week, but then never ran the ball. Andy Reid has kind of taken a cue. Um, from Bruce Arians and just f- doesn't run the ball. Forget you know who's on a stable of running backs. I I still feel like it's some something going on that next thing you know they're going to run the ball fifty times in their first week in the playoffs or something. And but uh, look, you've got the best player in the game playing quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. There is I don't care who the defense is, Mahomes is better than that defense. He'll get to this Dolphins defense. I think the Chiefs can take care of business here down in Miami. I will bet Kansas City to cover. 
Since Tua has been the starting quarterback, they have struggled in Miami to score points. He may not have thrown an interception, but he's certainly not uh, lighting up the scoreboard either. And in some of those games, the defense have scored and put him in uh, good field position with turnovers and, and the like. I think they're going to struggle too. But again, I, I smell another backdoor cover here. Like uh, Max said, that Chiefs will get out, stay ahead, and then there'll be a late uh, comeback from Miami to get within that line. So I'm just going to lean the Dolphins. Yeah. It seems like it's, it's a lot of points. I'm going to lean Miami here as well. I mean, the Excel sheet does say Chiefs win by 14. But uh, I, I don't know. Miami's weird things happen in Miami. It always seems to seems to be weird over there. Uh, so, yeah, it's just a lean for me on the Dolphins. I think they I think there's a backdoor cover in play. Uh, 50 and a half. That's your total max. I'm going to bet the over on this one. I got Chiefs winning 30 to 25 for a total of 55. I do think this one uh, does get up there. You know, I was talking about that, that Dolphins defense, but shit, man. Uh, uh, Broncos slowed down the Chiefs last week. I don't think it happens two weeks in a row. Yeah, I'm in complete agreement. Kansas City, uh, they're tuning up um, for the playoffs. They're trying to put everything in order here. I think this is going to be one of those games where they just put out a game plan that they're just – I think they're looking to score on every single drive here. Um, I think they're going to try – they know Miami's got a good defense. I wouldn't be surprised if they take some shots down the field just to see what kind of things they've got. I wouldn't even be surprised if they throw a few gimmick plays out there. So um, the Chiefs' defense is not – great so they'll give up some points so i think this is an overplay as well i'll lead it i disagree i i think one of the, I, I think there's a good chance that the kansas city defense can shut down this miami offense like i said they struggle to to find points with tua kansas city at uh, miami's defense should be able to hold kansas city uh to around 24 25 maybe 30 on the top side I have this game going considerably under. Uh, I am going to bet the under here. All right. Got you in. Yeah, I'm hoping that Miami's Dolph- uh, Miami's defense is as good as the uh, Ravens and the Chiefs only score 34. I got this going over. I'm going to bet it. All right. Indianapolis going to the Raiders. What do we make of these two teams? Colts minus three on the road. Well, here's my chance to convince Panther that the Raiders are a good team, right? <laughs> yes. Only on, well, yeah, I'm not going to do that this week. Don't worry. Uh, Raiders are middle of the pack in both offense and defense. They're coming off of what have should what should have been a loss to the New Jersey Jets. They're also a team that struggles to win at home. It doesn't seem like they've settled into this new Vegas uh, arena yet. Uh, and they're facing a team that doesn't miss a beat on the road. Uh, Colts same stats at home and on the road the the same exact team they're very consistent Raiders rushing game has absolutely suffered because of the injuries to Josh Jacobs now they're facing one of the league's better rush defenses it's going to put a lot of pressure on Derek Carr to make some big plays and to go tit for tat with old man Rivers uh, I think it's going to be tough if he's spending most of the game on his back Raiders have been giving up sacks a lot lately and that's been against lesser defenses than this team. You got to remember a few weeks ago, remember the Colts were the number one defense in the league. <clears throat> Raiders absolutely need a win to stay in the playoff picture, but they will come up a tad bit short this week. I'll still lean them with the points here. I have this as a very, very close game, but uh, Colts should go into Vegas and get the win. Um, barely. But you are so leaning lean on the Raiders. Lean on the Raiders. Okay. Here. Okay. 
know, the Raiders spent a vast majority of their draft picks loading up on their offense, trying to get some more speed. They want to go toe-to-toe with Kansas City. They didn't do a lot to help that defense. Phyllis Rivers knows a thing or two. He's played in that division all those years. So he's got some experience going against that defense. I think Phillip Rivers can expose them. Um, This will be one of the better defenses the Raiders have seen all season. So I actually feel really good about this one. Maybe I probably shouldn't bet it, but I will. Uh, I like the Colts probably running away with it. I'm going to bet the Colts. The Colts have uh, struggled with teams that can run the ball. Those are the teams that have been able to shock them or beat them or make their defense not look so good. Minus Josh Jacobs. I think he returned to practice the other day. Yeah, I don't know that he's supposed to be good to go. Yeah, well, he's got a bum ankle. I don't think the Raiders will be able to effectively run the ball if he's not 100%. And as such, Indianapolis uh, will make Derek Carr beat them. And uh, minus, I don't think you'll be able to do it. I'm going to bet the Colts. You're going to bet the Colts. All right. I don't know what to make of the Raiders. <laughs> They're so much better than what they look like on the field in my mind. I'm going to lean the Raiders plus the three. I I would like to think they can keep it close and, and maybe even sneak out a win. That's not out of the realm of possibility. I do have them winning a little bit of, a little bit of the time. But I just can't trust them. So it's a lean for me on the Raiders. And the total in this one is 50. Whoa, it's 52 and a half at my bookie. It was 51 and a half. Yeah, I'll still lean the over here. I have the Colts winning 27 to 26 for a total of 53. So it's a slight lean on the over. Uh, Colts can put up some points and Colts can give up some points. And same could be said for the Raiders. It's just uh, push comes to shove. I do think uh, Colts can tighten things up at the end of the game and and have their former number one defense uh, uh, make some big plays to, to slow down the Raiders. So, yeah, a, a slight lean on the over here. Dude, they lost to the – I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what the score said. They lost to the Jets. They let the Jets score 30 points. Like, they let the Broncos score 30 points. Like, this is going over. The Raiders – oh, my God. Just don't get me started. This is over. I'm betting the over. You're going to bet the over. Yeah, I think this game goes over, too. I have it considerably over. So, I'm having – um, you know, stacking the funds is having a thousand dollar challenge. I'm having a bet them all challenge today, so I, I'm going to bet the over here too. <laughs> You're way behind on the bet them all, Rich. I'm uh, getting close though. Okay, I'm going to lean the under here. Just I have it almost as a dumb push, almost. So I'm just going to shade the under slightly. But it wouldn't surprise me if it comes out in this game, seventy to seven, Arizona styles. Uh, Atlanta and the Chargers next up. Interesting one. Pinnacle's got char- Atlanta minus two and a half. My book, he's got them at minus one and a half. Max, tell me what you need again. Um, I don't care because I'm not betting this one. Yeah. <laughs> Chargers are three and nine, and you can argue that they should have many more wins on the season. Uh, <clears throat> they've lost some close games. Justin Herbert's usually enough to keep them in the games. Those statements do not describe what happened last week uh, and it won't be a cakewalk for them against an improved Falcons defense either Falcons blew a chance to upset the Saints last week but they've looked good over their previous three wins they have a slim slim playoff chance here but with a tough schedule after this week uh, it's it's unlikely what is likely though is that they're going to play their asses off every single game because you got to imagine that this is a job interview week to week for Raheem Morris. 
You know, he, he's not going to just give up. And, it, you know, this is going to be a tough team to beat from here on out. And I think they come in and they, you know, sneak out a win today as well. So uh, I don't think they cover it. I think asking two, two and a half, whatever, you know, on the road for the Falcons is still uncertain. Both of these teams we know have a propensity for just choking leads in the fourth quarter. So I don't know if that just neutralizes out here. Uh, that said, is I, I'll lean the Chargers here, getting those points. Uh, this this is going to be a close one, I think. I think the Chargers, at least from the management side, can't wait to get to the offseason, get to the draft, so they can address that defense. The defense has been just – if it wasn't so – the Cowboys were so bad, we'd probably be talking about the Chargers. They choke away monster leads – um, Herbert, you know, has, has had a fantastic season so far, but I think you're seeing from last week, the more film you get on the guy, the more defenses can start game planning against them. They do have Austin Eckler back. Uh, that obviously didn't help last week where they got shut out. But the one thing I do look, I'm hiring Raheem Morris. Like the, this is the guy that the, the team's playing hard for him. The defense is playing much better than they did under uh, Quinn and I, I like the direction the Falcons are going. This is the same exact team that couldn't get out of their own way the first half of the season, and now they're playing like a playoff team. I think this is a really good team. They're playing really well, and they can get it done in LA. I'll bet the Falcons. Didn't the Falcons do the same shtick last year though? Mm-hmm. They came out struggled and then came on strong at the end of the year to give people like Lucky hope that maybe Atlanta can be a good team next year just to kind of run through the same routine the following year. It's the end of the year. That means Atlanta should be playing well to give their fans false hope. They're going to go into Los Angeles and win this game. So I will keep the betting streak alive and bet the Falcons. All right. Yeah, I'm going to lean the Chargers here. I think it's going to be a pretty close game. I, I really don't know who's going to win this game. So I'm just, you know, I'm going to lean with the points on this one. Uh, 49. That's your total here. Yeah, it's interesting too. Is uh, you know, Pan- Panther. Uh, um, you know, he he uh, is making the case for Raheem Morrison. Yeah, he's he's probably right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the interesting uh, storyline of this is Todd Gurley. He is the running back for Atlanta. Um, will be uh heading home. Really, right? I mean, he he played in L.A. for the last couple of seasons and for for the Rams. So uh, he made the statement of he's going to the stadium that he built. So he's taking responsibility for <laughs> building SoFi. So we'll see how well he does in the stadium that he built here. Uh, maybe he can get a touchdown here. Uh, still don't think that it's it's going to be enough to push this game over. I will lean the under here. Falcons twenty four, Chargers twenty three. Uh, against that Charger defense, I'll take I'll take the odds that Gurley does score. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I think the Chargers rebound. I think the last year, last week is is the mirage. It's the one that stands out. They're not a goose egg team. I think Herbert rebounds. They can score. Um, we just need both these teams to get into the mid twenties. I think they can. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Atlanta bumps even close to thirty. So I will lean the over. I have the game going over by two. The betting streak ends. I'm just going to lean the over. It was a good run while it lasted, Rich. We're good. Give you plenty of opportunities to fade. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to lean the over here as well. Just barely. I've got it going over 49. So I, I, no real confidence. No real confidence in this game, period. So just avoid this game entirely. 
All right, next up, New Orleans is going to Philadelphia. Saints minus seven and a half. Uh, Jalen Hurts going to get the start in Philly. Not everyone in the Eagles locker room seems to be thrilled with that. Uh, Carson Wentz, of course, you know, he's been inconsistent, right? His play warrants being benched. But the drafting of Hurts to begin with, I think, was a sign that the Eagles management might have already been looking past Wentz as their quarterback. The problem is, I don't think Hurts is going to be an upgrade. Eagles offense has numerous problems, numerous injuries, numerous problems. I think specifically the offensive line. That I couldn't believe this. Do you guys know how many times Carson Wentz has been sacked this year? Seven hundred, forty or something. It's high. Fifty. 50 fucking times the dude's been sacked. Being under constant pressure is going to make you throw erratic passes. Like, I know it's poise under pressure or whatever, but when you're constantly being charged like that, you're going to throw some bad passes that are going to result in interceptions. In Hertz's short time on the field, I, he was only on there for a couple of series, and it was against Green Bay, right? He was sacked three times and threw an interception. I, how do you not look at that offensive line and and just pinpoint that to say that is the reason that their offense has been so bad? I don't think it's Carson Wentz. I, I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to be much better. The Saints defense is arguably the best in the league. It's going to be a rough day for Hurts. Uh, Drew Brees is eligible to return this week. I don't think he's going to play. I know we talked about this earlier in the week, that playing time maybe to prep for that Chiefs matchup would be nice. But with almost no practice this week, I don't think it's in his best interest to rush him out there and just put him in the game. So with Breeze, without Breeze, I think the Saints win this one. They should win this one easily. They'll cover this one. Absolutely. I will bet the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, I, look, there's nothing about the Eagles to like. The offensive line has been atrocious. Miles Sanders isn't doing anything. Um, like Max said, the quarterback, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is, they don't have time to throw the ball down the field. So with all even all that speed, like a Jalen Rieger, uh, you can't get the get him the ball. He's been a non-factor all year. The tight end situation. I mean, Zach Ertz, we haven't heard from him all season. It's this is just a train wreck. And then the defense has been not as bad, but still pretty bad. I don't think the Saints are going to have to run up the score. They'll have to score 40 points, but they're going to score enough. The Eagles are going to get crushed because the Saints defense is one of the best defenses in the league. And now if you get a, a rookie quarterback who doesn't have time to throw i can see this thing getting out of hand really quick uh, i'm with max i'm betting these saints i think the one thing that uh jalen hurts is going to bring that carson wentz did not bring is the ability to to run to be a little bit more mobile so i i think he's going to make one maybe two reads if the read's not there he's going to take off so that might limit the sacks a little bit but i also think yeah you know it it's going to limit their upside on the offense. I'm in agreement with you guys. I think the Saints roll here. That defense will squash Jalen Hurts and the offense. So I'm going to bet the Saints. I'm going to bet the Saints. I'm I'm going to lean the Saints. If the seven and a half honestly told, it pushed my Excel comfort zone out of uh, you know pushed it out of the comfort zone, I should say. So I'm going to lean it right here. If it's seven, I'm betting the Saints. Seven and a half. That hook worries me an awful lot, and it worries Excel too. So I'm just going to lean them. So it's a kind of kiss of death. It was a kiss of death. that just kind of faded right at the end. Uh, let's see your total in this one is 42 and a half. Yeah. My Excel has a pair of balls on this game for Ooh. sure. Saints 30 Eagles, 20 
total of 50. Um, so I do think that that seven, seven and a half is, is doable by the saints okay. here. It's going to be a two score game, uh, in betting the over though, um, once again, sharp sharps coming in on that under kind of scared me off a bit. So I'll lean the over here, but I can't quite bet it. The, yeah, your, your sheet or your thought that the Eagles are going to score 20 p- points on this defense makes me wonder if you've had some, uh, alcohol for breakfast. Cause I, it's probably closer to a shutout than it is 20 Eagles are going to struggle so bad on the offensive side. i I love the underplay. I'll bet it. I'm I'm with Max. I think that New Orleans is going to get to 32, 33 points, and then I just got to get a few points out of Philadelphia to get over that 42 and a half. They'll get there. I am going to bet the over. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning the over in this one for sure. I, I do think they can get over the 42, but no, it's going to be close. This is going to be, you know, it's going to make your butt pucker right at the end. Island living again for the there Panthers. There you go. There you go. And it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Max is not drinking. Max is still drunk from last night. It's just continuous. <laughs> I've been drinking at this point to avoid the hangover. Go. All right. Washington at San Francisco. Hoo-hoo, big game coming up. Washington on the road. Plus four and a half. No, no, no. Plus three. Plus three. Yeah, Washington's defense been a force all season, but I'd say they've looked really consistent the past few games. And I think a lot of that has to do with having a steadier offense on the field and not being put in field position situations that they have to, you know, shorten the field and, and you know, prevent uh, touchdowns and field goals and that they, they actually are, you know, moving the ball, getting good field position. If they're punting the ball, it's putting their opponents deep in, in their own territory. Uh, Alex Smith has not been a turnover machine. Uh, three of his five interceptions on the year came in that first game against the Giants. And he didn't give one up last week against a very tough Steelers defense. We know. We know what Smith is, right? He's not going to dazzle you with his numbers. He's averaging a meager 5.6 yards per pass attempt, which I, I don't know. I think they probably started tracking that in 2006. It's the lowest since 2006, but it's possibly the lowest ever in NFL history. We, we don't know for sure, but this could be uh, you know, the lowest yards uh, pass uh, per pass attempt ever. Um, but those little cuts add up, right? He still averages 265 yards per game. And we know the running game is is iffy. Uh, Antonio Gibson put up big numbers against two of the bottom four rush defenses in Dallas and Cincinnati. And then he struggled against two of the top six rush defenses with the Giants and Pittsburgh. And in the latter game, getting injured and knocked out. Uh it's it, it looks like he's out for this game as well. So whoever is going to fill in for Gibson, I don't expect them to have a big week. The, the Niners are a top 10 rush defense as well. So whatever the, the Washington team is going to do on offense, it's going to be those little cuts by Alex Smith. Um, and that's their path to victory. They're going to have to move the ball without mistakes. They're going to have their pass rush be effective which i think they can be because uh this is an offensive line that falters if they're continually blitzed it, you know it's wear and tear on this this offensive line i do think that the washington defense can get to the quarterback here um i i think washington can keep this close uh, unfortunately i don't have them winning this one i will lean the football collective with those points here but it's 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 too close for my liking man this is actually, you know, an, an opportunity for Alex Smith to continue his winning ways. I've got him now as the comeback player of the year after they knocked off Pittsburgh. 
Um, the answer to Max's, uh, Max's question, I guess, if you will, is uh, Peyton Barber took over for Gibson last week, um, but it'll probably be a one-two punch with Barber and McKenzie. McKenzie being the uh, pass-catching running back. But I think Washington is going to have to throw the ball. Alex Smith will probably – uh, you know, we're probably looking in the mid forties on his attempts. Um, this is a return to San Francisco. I don't think there's any ill will against this franchise or the coaching staff or anybody that's there. He, he wasn't with them. Um, but, uh, look, I don't like San Francisco's instability. Like you just really have no idea who they are. The quarterback situation has been crazy. The running back situation has been crazy. Uh, Brandon Ayuk can't really, um, break away and get at many big plays, um, and then George Kittle being out basically all season. So uh, San Francisco's got a lot more issues. This is probably the one I do like enough to money line it. I'm going to take the potato skins uh, to win this game outright. The thing about uh, throwing the ball for high completions, low yards, is that it keeps the clock running, keeps the offense on the field, converts third downs, and then allows that defense to come in fresh and dominant and ready to chase after that offense. I think Washington, they won three in a row, and beating Pittsburgh was a big win. They fought back from uh, a decent deficit to start the game, so they have some heart. Uh, McKissick will get a lot of pass attempts, might might set a record for the most uh, targets and catches for a running back in this game. I agree with Panther. I think Washington's going to win this game outright. So this is going to be my third Money line of the day. I am going to money line the potato skin collective. Oh, both godfathers on this one. Plus one fifty two. That's what you're grabbing here. Oh, I'm gonna lean. <laughs> I'm gonna lean San Francisco. <laughs> I think the worst team in the NFC West can hang with the second best or best team in the NFC East. So yeah, I'm gonna lean San Francisco minus the three. This looks to be a really, really close game to me. And I think that San Francisco might just edge out the mighty Alex Smiths. Uh 43 and a half. Ask Seattle total. about that. Hmm? Ask Seattle about that. Ask, ask Seattle about that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see when it's all said and done. 43 and a half. That's our total. Well, we'll ask Seattle if they're the worst team in the NFC West, because I kind of think so. Um yeah. To, to Panther's point about Alex Smith, by the way, his return home and not having any ill will. Of course, he shouldn't have any ill will for San Francisco. He's getting the last laugh. I mean, the guy that replaced him is not in the league and hasn't been able to sign with a team for many years now. And that, and that coach is uh, that coach is not doing well in Michigan. <laughs> the coach is not doing well in Michigan either. Uh, I will lean the over here. I have 49ers winning this one 24 to 21. It's like the typical football score. You just, just like, here's a football score, 24-21 for a total of 45 points. Uh, I don't have a lot of confidence in both these offenses. They, they're really kind of, uh, the defenses are better than average. Um, 24 is probably enough to win it. So I'm not even sure either one of them actually gets there. I'm going to lean the under in this game. I I think both teams will struggle the top 20, um, but it's such a low number. I can't bet it. I'm going to lean the under Lean the under. I like the, uh, I like the over here just ever so slightly. So I'm going to lean the over here. And this is it. This is the last game on the board for Sunday. Pittsburgh is going to Buffalo. This game opened up as a pick 'em. It's Buffalo minus one or Buffalo minus two. Max, take your shot. Yeah, Steelers' undefeated season uh, is done with, but they still have a chance to get that first round by if they can keep ahead of the Chiefs in the win column. Uh, it's not going to be easy as they're heading to Buffalo, face a pretty good Bills team. 
Bills passing game has been amongst the NFL's best recently. Their defense has improved from being a bottom dweller to kind of middle of the pack now. Uh, Bill's going to need their passing game to go really well if they expect to win this one. Because in general, they can't run the ball. And now they're going to face a great Steelers rush defense that should nullify anything that Buffalo tries to do on the ground. For the Steelers, uh, Big Ben could have a good day if his receivers can actually avoid being stone hands out there. Pittsburgh had seven drops against Washington last week. They've got a very speedy receiver in Deontay Johnson, who he's fast. But unlike Tyreek Hill, who's fast and can catch the ball, Deontay Johnson can't seem to run and catch at the same time. Uh, Pittsburgh, we know they're they're capable of coming up with big road wins. Uh, I think they can come up with the win this week as well. But they're not a team that I trust. Uh, despite Buffalo winning four out of five, which should have been five in a row if their defense actually knocks down a Hail Mary pass, I can't fully trust them either in a big spot. So this is the the proverbial coin coin flip. This really is. You talk about pick them. Uh, I can't choose a side here. It's the team getting the point. So I will lean Pittsburgh here, but really flip a coin. Seriously. You know the Steelers. We we knew they were destined for a loss, um, and the fact that it was Washington after Pittsburgh had like a, a two score lead, and then still managed to squander that away. We looked at their schedule, and I've said I can I can see them losing two more games. Um, this this is one of them. You know the Steelers have gotten by just enough to to beat mediocre teams. Buffalo is getting healthy and getting right at the right time. They you know the, bring up that hail mary uh, against Arizona that. Buffalo probably should have won that game. Explosive offense. You can get to their defense. I think Ben does have a big day. Much like some of these other teams, Pittsburgh just can't run the ball. James Conner's not been a factor. Last week, Benny Snell wasn't a factor. So, um, look, it's all going to fall on Big Ben. He's got three very capable wideouts. This might be the game where Smith-Schuster actually shows up and and has a big day. But when it's all said and done, I think Buffalo still walks away with this win. I'm excited that it's Sunday night football, a game worth watching. So I'll be watching it, but I'm only leaning these bills. The Buffalo really hasn't played a lot of top defenses throughout the course of the year. They're going to catch a good defense uh, on Sunday night. And I think the Pittsburgh defense, Mike Tomlin's pretty good in those, in those games, those uh, singular games, national matchups i think that pittsburgh wins this game so this is going to be my money line number four it's one <laughs> point hey you made a money line mafia shirt for rich for a reason so i'm going to money line uh the pittsburgh steelers as well even if it's just one point right gotcha and i'm betting buffalo after that, I, I was going to lean buffalo but after all this if you're going to money line pittsburgh plus one i'm going to bet buffalo minus one there you go. Got my ire up. Uh, the total in this one is 48. Uh, yeah, I, I, I try to end the show with, with a bet, and uh, I'll, I'll continue my trend. I will bet the over here. 53 points here. Steelers 27, Bills 26. Uh, total 53, I think, uh, gets it done. Yeah, I know Pittsburgh's defense is really good, but they're going to get scored on um, by Buffalo. Buffalo's defense is okay, not great. Pittsburgh's going to be able to score. I, I actually see this thing by getting pretty close to 60, honestly, so I'll bet the over as well. I have uh, a dumb push, and you shouldn't spite bet me today, Mr. Arch. It's going to rebound back on you. 
Uh, I'm going to lean the under. Under. Under lean. Yeah, I'm leaning the over in this one. It's it's really close. I, I can't bet it. So it's just a lean for me on the under. And I'll spite bet whoever I want, Rich. And you, you are the host. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Every single game, every single line, every single total, and apparently every single money line, Max. But that is it. That is it. Make sure to support Degeneracy by buying our T-shirts, our hats, our coffee mugs, all that stuff. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Click on the Degen shop to buy that merch. Make sure to download the Degen's app for Android or iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on that app or on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Podsale, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode, even the ones I'm not on. Rich, final words. Yes, those are the best ones. <laughs> I would uh, I would head over to the website. Uh, First Hand Fool has a fucking parlay up there, so you might want to check that out. I'm going to put up a, a parlay today, too, for uh, English Premier League soccer. Four games there. I think uh, I like them all. So hopefully we can hit a nice parlay there for a loose change, of course. But you're going to have to come and register. And if you want to tell your friends about football or football, uh, then you're going to do that on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, however it is you communicate it's a big weekend of sports, UFC, football, soccer, boxing, you name it. It's on absolute degeneracy. Tell your friends about it. And Panther, take us home. Fucking mute button. God, that damn mute button, Arch. Uh, time to go home. I'm going to go play in the casino, I think, for a little bit. Maybe do something I know something about. I'm not a college football guru. I'm clearly not an NFL godfather i just you know show up and shoot the shit with you guys and have fun so you guys can just get on the website and get on the app you can you can put together you know the godfathers for money lines for like a lottery ticket if you want i prefer just holding on to my money because it doesn't feel like a really good bet but uh you guys get on the website and get on the app let us know what you did yesterday what you're gonna do today what you're gonna do tomorrow in all these nfl games and let's all make some money fools Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners or operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. This podcast can expose you to opinions which are known to cause hurt feelings in the state of Wisconsin. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.